Evening, George. Just off home. Ah, just finished. Lovely night again, ain't it? Where you been? Just back from town. I wouldn't like to live there, you know. All that noise and traffic. Ah, I bet you're glad to get back to Russet Green. Ah, too true. I don't see how them townies gets any sleep at all with that row going on. Ah, I bet they find it a treat after London. Who? The girls what took over Flogget's shop. Oh, you mean Gerd and Daisy. Ladies and gentlemen, the BBC presents Floggets with Joan Sims, Hugh Paddock, Tony Newley, Ronnie Barker, Iris Van der Leer, and Elsie and Doris Waters. <laughs> oh, I'd be glad to get to bed tonight, Gert. Turn the covers down. Daisy, are these sheets clean? Of course they are. Feel them, they're still damp. Oh, <laughs> well, they'll soon dry when we get into bed. This room's chilly, though. Ooh, isn't it? We should have to do something about it. Look at that big brown patch over the fireplace. That's not a brown patch, Gert. It's a photo of Uncle Alf and his bride. Oh, <laughs> so it is. They make a lovely couple, don't they? I wonder which one's Uncle Alf. The one in the bowlerette, I think. Oh. <laughs> Daisy, that one on the right looks just like old Mother Butler. Where? Soppy date. That's a gargoyle on the church. Mm. <laughs> a lot better looking than old Mother Butler. Fancy her coming down here. I thought when we left Knothole Street to take over the shop, we'd seen the last of her. We'll never see the last of her, Gert. She's one of those things that always turn up, you know, like rain at a test match. <laughs> she was in the shop this morning, you know, brought in four soap coupons and asked for a packet of soap powder and eightpence change. <laughs> Cheek. Daisy, I like these indoor plants you put up. Indoor plants? Mm. That's ivy coming through the cracks in the wall. <laughs> we ought to get this room done out, you know. Oh, blimey, we spent nearly all our money doing up the shop. You know, sometimes I wonder if we did the right thing leaving Knothole Street to come down to Russet Green. Why? Well, for one thing, it's so damp down here. Well, it was damp in Knothole Street, too. Yes, but that was a drier sort of damp. Yeah. <laughs> blimey, yes, all right. Still, I know what you mean. Do you know, sometimes I think Uncle Alf just died and left us the place out of spite. Oh, don't say that. I suppose we're only feeling like this because we're tired. No, all this room really needs days is a touch of distemper. Oh, looking from the look of the ceiling, it's already had chicken pox and measles. <laughs> oh, come on, let's get to bed. Here, hang my jacket in the wardrobe, will you? Mm. What? <laughs> Sabrina, what are you doing here? Get out of it. Go on. Go on, Sabrina, get out of it. You know, Gert, I think she feels a bit jealous since we've christened the other end, Marilyn. Yeah, I bet she mm. would be, yeah. Here, I'll open the window and put the lamp out. No need to put it out of the window. I can blow it out. Uh, all right, then. You do that. <coughs> there you are. Oh, dear. Good night, Dave. Good night, Gert. What did you say? <laughs> I never said anything. Oh. There you are, you did it again. <laughs> what are you talking about? The funny noise you make when you're going to sleep. You listen to yourself. There you are. That's not me snoring, that's an owl. Well, owling or snoring, I wish you'd turn it out. <laughs> Can't get off. I mean, it's a bird in that tree right outside the window. Oh, clear off. Go and haunt old Mother Butler. Who? <laughs> You, that's who, you flat-faced old so-and-so, you know. 
I think he's gone. Good. Now let's get some sleep. Mm. The daisy's come back again. He's disguised his voice. Oh, Miss Sopiger, that's a nightingale. Oh, isn't it lovely? Yes, I wish that bloke from the BBC was here. What, the chap who records them? No, the one who shoots them. <laughs> that tree's full of wildlife. I'm getting pretty wild myself. Oh, the country's too blooming noisy for me, Gert. Oh, for the peace and quiet of Knothole Street at chucking out time, with the goods train rattling by at the back. Oh, it's all right, it's all right. It's only old Mother Smead's cat after the nightingale. That's the first bit of use that cat's been. Now perhaps we shall get some peace. Oh, Daisy, can't you chuck something at it? <laughs> What's the use? It couldn't catch it. Eh? <clears throat> Do you sleep, Daisy? Yes, I think so. Oh. Daisy, there's a cuckoo out there now. That's all we need. That's a cuckoo clock, Gert. It's two in the morning. What's our cuckoo clock doing up in the tree? It's down in the kitchen. Now yeah. yeah, put your head under the clothes and go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Gert. While you're up, switch off the alarm. I'm not up. Well, get up and switch the alarm. <laughs> All right. Here, Daisy's alarm's gone off too soon. It's still dark. Oh, well, get back to bed. It can't be morning yet. Right. Mrs. Floggett! Mrs. Floggett! Are you all right? What's all that noise? Oh, it's somebody knocking at the bedroom door. Sounds like Cyril. Cyril? What does he want in the middle of the night? It's still pitch dark. Oh, I'll go and see. Hang on, Cyril, I'm coming. All right. Hurry up, Gert. It might be a fire or burglars or anything. All right, all right. Can't see a thing. Oh, oh dear. Daisy, I can't get out. The passage is full of people. Come, Gert, come out of that wardrobe. Mrs. Froggy, you all right? I'm coming, it's Cyril. I'm coming, Cyril. Oh, look, Daisy, it's broad daylight out here. What's the time, Cyril? Twelve o'clock, miss. Twelve o'clock? Yeah. Well, why is it so dark in here, then? Please, come and have a look. Oh, blimey, it's that tree. Look, the branches come adrift and it's blocking the old window. We'll have to get that cleared. We could have slept here for months. Cyril, what month is it? Don't be so soppy, Gert. What I want to know is what's been happening to the shop all the oh, morning. Oh, don't worry, Mrs. Fluggett. I've been taking care of that. I opened up, swept out, tidied the shelves and served 25 customers. Oh, good lad, Cyril. Yeah. How much money did you take? Money? Money? Oh, I knew there was something. Oh, Cyril, you are an idiot. Well, I didn't know. I'd done my best. That's all the thanks I'll get. Working my fingers to the bone while I get phone. Now he's gone off in a half. <laughs> gone off in a half. The way I feel is lucky he didn't go off in an ambulance. Cyril, light the gas and put some water on for tea. Oh, blimey, I forgot who I was talking to. Cyril, put it in the kettle first. <laughs> the water, not the gas. Oh, I'm taking no more chances with him. I have to tell him everything. Here, Daisy, give us a hand put up these orders. Sleeping in to put me all behind this morning. Right, who's here doing? Oh, Mother Butler's. Oh, uh, well, tell Cyril to get the cash when he delivers it. I had enough trouble with her last week. Why? Well, she came in and wanted to buy a tin of beans on the hour purchase. <laughs> Let her have it. No, she couldn't afford the deposit. <laughs> What's on her list? Um, oh, let me listen. Two ounces of self-raising flour. <laughs> oh, blimey, she must be making a fairy cake. <laughs> 
does she order little bits like that for? Oh, she only orders the amount they put in the recipes. She was in yesterday for a tablespoonful of sugar and a pinch of salt. I wouldn't mind that, but she'd come in for the whites of two eggs and wouldn't pay for the yolks. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Now, come on, where's... Oh, oh, blimey, there's no flour here. I'll nip down to the storeroom and get some in. I don't. Now then, what else does she want? But, uh, two ounces of cut plug and a cherrywood pipe. Blimey, she must have given up cigarettes. Hello, Flo. How are you? Oh, I'm not well. I shouldn't have gone. Oh, I know you shouldn't. <laughs> you usually do our cleaning on a Monday. Oh, I know, but I can't do your Monday. I'm going off for a long weekend. Where are you going? Oh, it's the annual camp of the League of Elf and Beauty. I say it's the annual camp of the League of Elf and Beauty. The League of Elf and... Blimey, which half are you in? Hey. <laughs> oh, never mind. Are you going to do the floors today? No, I'm not well. I shouldn't have come. I just had a nasty experience in the lane by the side of your shop. Some people get all the luck. I wish you'd chase me sometime. <laughs> what, in broad daylight? Yes. I had me act knocked clean off me head. It set me palpitations of something chronic. Ooh, I'm not Oh, well. yes, yes, all right, all right, right. Well, why did he knock your hat off? Oh, it wasn't an E, it was a tree. Your tree. There's a low-hanging branch right across the path. What, my our tree? Yes, knocked it right off. If I'd have had my eye heels on, it would have knocked me head off. Oh, <laughs> well, anyway, we'll see to that. In the meantime, what about getting started with the cleaning? Hey? The cleaning. There's no need to shout, I'm not deaf. Ooh, I'm too shook up for work. I'll just have a lightly ground. Ooh, ooh, it's off again. What's that? No, we palpitations. <laughs> oh, I'm not well. I, I shouldn't, shouldn't have, have come. come. <laughs> well, there you are. That's done. Regarding payment, I'll pop in on Tuesday. What for? Yes, I'll be back by then. You haven't done anything. Yes, I hope it don't rain. We're sleeping on the canvas. I don't know why you bother to come. No, and regarding the tree, I say regarding the tree, I should have something done about it. Bye bye. <laughs> Lammy only the League of Elf and Beauty. What an advert she is. Here you are. I've done up old Mother Butler's flower. Who was that in the shop? Flo. She's moaning about the tree now. Blimey, did it keep her awake as well? No, it nearly put her to sleep. <laughs> There's a branch hanging over the lane. She walked into it. Or oh, we get Cyril to lop it off. There'll be a chance to use his scout's knife. Perhaps he'll leave off carving bits out of the counter then. And while he's up there, he can clear the ones from round our bedroom window. Cyril? Yes, Mrs. Bloggy? Nip out and borrow a saw from somewhere. We want you to prune the tree. Here. My dad's got a saw at home. But he don't like me taking it out of the house, sir. Why not? Well, it belongs to the man next door, and he's such a liberty taker, Dad's frightened he'll ask for it back. <laughs> well, hasn't anybody else around here got a saw? Wait a minute. Only Mr. Plungefoot. Well, borrow his. I can't. He's the bloke next door. Oh, oh well, you'll just have to have a go at it with a bread knife. Yeah. I've got a better idea than that. What? I'll borrow me Dad's saw. Oh, get yeah. out of it. Go on. Well, come on, Gert. We still haven't finished old Mother Butler's order. What else does she want? Let's see. Six giant-sized packets of Dirto, the washing powder, ten bars of drizzle scrubbing soap, and a couple of packets of soap flakes. Dirty old cat. What else? <laughs> Half a dozen flagons of vinegar. <laughs> she must be having another bottle party. Nice. <laughs> I expect she wants to pickle something. Well, she should be good at that. She's always pickled herself. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's the lot. Only one more to do. Mrs. Smead's from next door. I'll have to leave that. Why? Well, as far as I can make out from the writing, she wants two ponds of airy cold bins, a pot of domzoon jam, and a loofah of whale meat. Eh? Let's have a look. No, 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 that's haricot beans, damson jam, and a loaf of wholemeal. Oh, well, Here, yeah. I'll do it. Oh, yeah, I got the saw. Did your dad mind? No, when I told him who it was for, he didn't mind a bit. Oh, that was nice of him. Yeah, he said he'll send you the bill for using it later. What? <laughs> it doesn't give much away, does he? <laughs> Go on, we'll get cracking. And don't hang the job out to bump up your dad's feet. Righty-ho. Big 
Tinkle Dinkle and good morning, ladies. You remember me. My name is Bell. Bell. Tinkle Tinkle. Get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we get it every time you come in here. We still don't think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. What are you selling today? Well, to tell you the truth, ladies, I've got a brand new line. Yes, the barmaid across the road was telling us about it. She didn't think much of it. <laughs> no, very funny. Now, ladies, you misunderstand me. What I mean is, I've got a brand new product for you. What is it? It's a grand all-purpose beverage called Coftico. Depending upon the amount of water you add to it, it can taste like coffee, tea or cocoa, or all three together. That's not new. British Railway's been serving that stuff for years. <laughs> Only they call it Brown Windsor Soup. Yeah. <laughs> now, ladies, ladies, don't condemn it till you've tried it. Have half a dozen tins and see how it goes, eh? Oh, well, all right. Right, I'll put that in the old left hook, my order book. Here, by the way, you know that old tree that in your garden that hangs over the lane? Not half. Well, I parked my car under it, and do you know... There's something living up there. You're telling us it kept us awake half the night. Yeah. Well, you want to hear it now? Banging and crashing about. Frightening it is. Oh, that's Cyril. Huh? What is it, a chimpanzee or something you've trained? <laughs> no, he's human. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, Gert. He's a boy. Oh, yes, I remember him. What's he doing up that tree, then? Ain't he got no home? Well, he doesn't live up there. He's cutting a branch down. Ah, very good idea, too, ladies. I'd have the old love down if I was you. That's an elm, you know. Oh, is that bad, then? Bad? <laughs> you're, you're caught in disaster with it. Why, elms attract lightning like I attract women. Well, we've got nothing to worry about with it, then, have we? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. There was one in my uncle's backyard, you know. What, a woman? No, 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 no. <laughs> an elm, an elm. It was as solid as a rock. One night it was a puff of wind and down it come. Wrecked his house, you know. <laughs> he wasn't insured, either. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be worried to death if I had that in my garden. Well, cheerio. Tickle, tickle. You know, he's got me worried now. Oh, I shouldn't worry, Days. I think he's making a lot of fuss about nothing. Oh, oh blimey, what's happened now? Here. Quick, let's go and see. Oh, that branch has fallen on Mr. Bell. Are you all right, Mr. Bell? I was right, you see. <laughs> what did I tell you? Proved I was right, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, what's the matter? Oh, Oh, it didn't hurt. Hit me right in the head. Oh. Sarge, I shall need timber. Yeah, but when? <laughs> when? Just after it hit you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'll, I'll pop over to the red lawn for a brandy. Steady me nerves. Oh, dear. Oh, the old rubber band. Oh, they'll be out for a proper minute, you know. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, there we are, the old rubber duck. Oh, hello, Mr. Bell. What's the matter with you? Hello, love. Great branch of wood just hit me on the head. Oh, lucky to hit you there. If it hit you anywhere else, it might have hurt you. <laughs> very funny, very funny. Give me the old fine and dandy, will you? The double brandy. Not that I like shorts normally, except on a nice girl like you. <laughs> Good for the nerves, you know. Oh, what me in shorts? Well, that's hardly complimentary. Point, please. Just a minute. This gentleman's had a nasty accident. Now, mind you, I'm not surprised, Mr. Bell. There's been a lot of accidents around here lately. There, there was uh, Harry Crabbit, you know, from the old farm. Fell off a haystack the other night. Go on, did he? Yes, nearly pulled me with him. <laughs> <laughs> Make it A while the sunshine, will you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, then, you know, then there's... Point, the please. Just a minute. <laughs> As I was saying, old Grandad Mole had a nasty accident on his hundredth birthday. Fell out of his wheelchair, taking a corner too fast. Did he hurt himself? No, but the young lady in his lap got a nasty bruise. <laughs> I'll show it to you if you like. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, all right, uh, if you like. Well, uh, I'll just roll my sleeve up. Oh. See? Yes, you, uh, you get around a bit, don't you? Oh, well, I've got to do something for entertainment. There's no pictures and there's only a dance in the village hall on Saturdays. 
And there's more accidents there than the rest of the village put together. What? What happens there? Well, take last week. Right in the middle of a hokey-cokey, I put my left foot out and I didn't get it back again until the last wall. <laughs> You know, honestly... I'm playing. Just a minute. Honestly, it's hard to believe anybody here ever dies a natural death. Yeah. Well, I was nearly another one for the list. It's a menace, that tree in Floggett's garden, you know. That tree? Yeah. Oh, do you know I had a nasty experience under that tree myself? Go on, an accident? No, just a nasty experience. <laughs> I'm playing. Wait a minute. Oh, well, I've got to be on my way. See you next trip. Cheerio. Tingle, tingle. Yeah. Now then, Tom, I'm all yours. Oh, well, in that case, scrub round the pint and come Ooh, over here. Is that all, dear? That'll be two and eight. So thank you, Mrs. Middle. Bye-bye. Bye, now. Put this in the till, Daisy, will you? Right. Here you go. You've been done. It's an American coin, is it? Do you want to watch her? She always has a lot of those after she comes back from her holidays. Will she go to America? No, Burton Wood. <laughs> Oh, this isn't my day today, you know. I should have expected it. It's just what my horoscope forecasts for today. Ah, oh, they're funny things, Gert, those horoscopes. I know Wally once had his fortune told by a gypsy. Go on, what did she say? It wasn't a she, it was a he. Oh. He said if Wally didn't stop flicking peanuts through his earrings, he'd punch a hole in his head. <laughs> oh, well, that's life. In one ear and out the other. <laughs> but look what happened when we come down to take over this shop. We expected life to be a bed of roses, and what turns up but deadly nightshade in person? Oh, Mother Butler. So we don't see much of her. Let's count our blessings. Well, don't count that one. Here she is. Mm. Hello, you two. I've come for me friend. Well, we haven't got her. I mean, I've come on her behalf. Come in, Emma. Not holy, dearie. But mind, I don't want to cause no ill feeling. Don't you worry, dear. I know these two of old. Well, don't tell everybody. We're not proud of it. Well, come on. What do you want? I've come here to stand up for her rights, haven't I, Emma? Yes. That tree in your garden will have to come down. Well, what's it got to do with you, or her, for that matter? It's ruining her garden, isn't it, Emma? That's right, you hear it. <coughs> but I don't want to cause no ill <laughs> What do you mean, ruining her garden? Well, you see... Uh, I'll deal with this, Emma. I'm used to handling nasty bits of work. You should be. Your family's full of them. <laughs> The roots of that tree have crept into her garden and are sucking the nourishment away from her plants, ain't they, Emma? Yes. <coughs> me sunflowers look like daisies and me spring cabbage look like mustard and cress. <laughs> Even Desiree here can't get nothing to grow and she's supposed to have green fingers. Don't you believe it? She's just going mouldy. <laughs> Poor Emma spent a fortune on fertiliser. And what good has it done, eh? What good has it done? It's done our tree a lot of good. It's blossoming all over the place. She could sue you, you know. Oh, now, Desiree, I don't want to cause no ill feeling. You've admitted it now, you two. Admitted taking advantage of her fertiliser. Oh, well. You brazen pair of uzzies. What? On me back, girl, I'll do her an injury. You lay a finger on me, I'll take you to court. You wouldn't know the way. You've only been there in a black Mariah. <laughs> Interfering old faggot. Yeah, I'm not used to that sort of language. No, the sort of language you're used to, we wouldn't use. We are ladies. <laughs> ladies? That's not what I'd call you. Well, what would you call us? Yeah, don't encourage her, Gert. Well. <laughs> now, look, you just clear off and mind your own business for once. I'm here to support my friend. Mm, that makes a change. Usually your friends have to support you. Now, listen, I don't want to call you. No, You keep out of this, Emma. What right have you got to stand on your dignity? You only got out of not all street one jump out of the bailiffs. Ooh. Well, oh, my foot was here. He'd chuck you out on your ear. Yes. And that's another thing. Where is that husband of yours? 
He hasn't shown his face round here, I notice, but he's working away up north. Ah, oh, I've heard that one before. What? When does he get out? Well, that's, funny. <laughs> that's the last straw. Now, come on, get out of here. Go on, clear off. Don't worry, I'm going. This is no place for a lady. Oh. And that tree had better come down or else... We'll take that tree down when we're ready. And when will that be? When you're standing underneath it. <laughs> get out of here before I really lose my temper. Go on, get out of it. Oh! Well, I'm glad we settled that without any ill feelings. Well, I get out of it. Oh, honestly, Gert, that woman, she makes my blood boil. Well, she's right, you know, Daisy. It's time we had that tree down. It's caused us nothing but trouble. Hello, ladies. Hello, Mr. Niggle. What are you after? Nothing. Oh, uh, just come over to, uh, hello... That's a nice bit of cheese there. That's cheddar, isn't it? No, it's... No, 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 no. Don't tell me. Let me try and guess. I'll just taste a bit. Oh, you're right. That's not cheddar. That's, uh, uh, uh <clears throat> Let's try another bit. Stilton? No, it's oh, not... Oh, 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 don't tell me. I should know. Dutch? No. Uh, Swiss? No. <clears throat> Let me try it with a biscuit. <laughs> no, I can't place it. Uh, what is it? Nine pence a quarter, so that's three bob you owe us. There's some liberty. I only had a taste. Still, if that's how you feel about it, you can have the money. Take it out of my son's wages on Friday. By the way, where is he? Out in the garden, last I saw of him. Let's go and see. Cyril? Yes, Mrs. Floggy? Where are you? I'm up this tree. Haven't you finished yet? Yeah. Well, come down then. I can't. Why not? Well, I swung myself up on that low branch. Which one? The one I cut off. <laughs> He's stuck up there. You ladies have stranded my child up a tree. And a helm tree, what's more. Do you realise he's liable to fall and break my saw? <laughs> Are you safe up there, Cyril? I'm safe enough. But the tree's full of squirrels. You want to be careful of them. Oh? Once they get used to you, they'll start stuffing nuts in your ears. <laughs> what? Oh, I've got it, ladies. Get me a length of string and I'll chuck it up to him. String won't take his weight. No, but he can lower the saw down on it. <laughs> As for getting him down, I'll scout round and find a few bricks. What, to stand on? No, I'll chuck them at him and try and knock him off. <laughs> Don't be so dull. Nip into the shop and fetch the stepladder. Oh, right, oh, then, if you're going to pamper the boy. Hang I'll... on, Cyril. The dad will get you down. He's always getting me down. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there's no hurry. You know, I'm beginning to enjoy it up here. I've even made up a little poem about it. Listen, you listening? Yeah. Up in the air, up in the air, ever so high in a tree. Up in the air like a little bird. Up in the air, that's me. <laughs> down on the ground, down on the ground. Cyril, Cyril, are you all right? I think so. I've got a little bump here. You saved to the trouble. You fell down. Cyril. You naughty boy, that's not funny. No, After no. all the trouble I've had making out the bill. What? The bill? What bill? The bill for rescuing him. Oh, but he's your own son. Oh, well, naturally I've knocked a bit off for that. I've priced the relatives. <laughs> here, Dave, look, while Mr Niggle's here, we might as well see about getting the tree down once and for all. Mr Niggle, could you do it for us? Oh, dead easy. Blasted. Well, we've done that already, but it didn't work. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Blasted. You're talking to a former royal engineer in me, you know. Trees is nothing to me. I've blown down cliffs, railway cuttings, bridges. During the war, I blew up a dirty great ammunition dump. Oh, did you get a medal? No, I got a court martial. It was one of ours. 
Oh, well, you'll do it for us then. Oh, I don't know so much about that. I've got to polish up my handcart. I'm using it tonight, you know, for the finished pistol trip. However, if you'd like to do the job yourselves, I'll send you across some blasting powder. And if you don't want to pay the cash, I don't mind. I'll nip through the shop and take it in goods. Here you are, Mrs. Floggett. Blasting powder and all the tools. Right. Well, now, let's get started, then. Gert, you bore a hole in that big root there. No, no, Miss, no! No! Be quiet, Cyril. I know what I'm doing. But, Miss, that's my foot! Oh. Well, get your big feet out of the way. Here, Gert, your Wally used to work in a quarry, didn't he? Do you reckon this stuff is safe to... Yes, yes, it is. Safe as houses. Well, if it's as safe as the houses in Knothole Street, we'd better leave it alone, I think. Still not to worry. Now, wait a minute, now. That's the fuse on. That's it. It's a four-minute fuse, so we've got plenty of time to get clear. Now, light the end, Cyril. Right home. Cyril, I meant the other end. (laughs) You hurt, Cyril? No. Well, come over here and I'll hurt you. (laughs) Oh, Blimey, Daisy, look at the tree. I am. I could do more damage than that with a penknife. Mind you, I think we frightened it. <laughs> a couple of leaves have fallen off. Well, we won't be beaten, Gert. Now, come on, fetch the chopper, Cyril. We'll have All a go right. with that. Right. Good afternoon, ladies. Who said that? Oh, it's Lord Russet. Look, he's peeping over the wall. Good afternoon, Your Lordship. Come in, won't you? Well, I'm not so sure it's safe. You quite startled me with that explosion. Uh, what are you doing? We're trying to get rid of this monstrosity. Oh, come now. Cyril's not such a bad lad. <laughs> no, no. I didn't mean him. Mind you, it's not such a bad idea. No, Your Lordship, we're trying to get the tree down. Oh, that's rather a big job for ladies. Mm. Uh, I could send Thatcher down to give you a hand, you know. Could you? Oh, that's very nice of you. Yes. But does it really have to come down? Not half. If you knew the trouble it had caused, you wouldn't ask that. Oh, well, it does seem a pity. You know that tree must be at least 200 years old. (laughs) Lummy, it's nearly as old as old Mother Butler. (laughs) 200 years of English history that tree has seen. Just think, 200 years ago, nature planted a little seed, no bigger than a farthing. It germinated, then gathered its strength from the soil and grew into a firm, healthy young sapling. (laughs) Then despite the wind that sought to blow it down, despite the frosts, the floods and the drought, it lived on for 200 years. Lived to become a thing of beauty. A piece of our heritage. And now I suppose all this must end. It must fall and die. No, no, no. That tree's not coming down. Nobody's going to muck about with our heritage. Not likely. Not likely. Who does old Mother Butler think she is? Mucking about with English history. Don't worry, Your Lordship. As far as we're concerned, no one's going to lay a finger on that tree. It can stay there forever. Ooh, ooh, what a relief it is to get to bed. What a day it's been. Eh? I say, what a day it's been. What are you doing at the window? I was just looking at our tree. Just think, Days, that tree will probably be there in a hundred years' time. Well, that's more than you will. If you don't come away, you'll catch a death of cold. Oh, and listen, there's those lovely birds again. Oh, blimey. Just think it's our tree that's given them shelter. Mm, sounds as though they'll need it. Shut the window, Gert, and come to bed. Oh, here it is. Dear, you're really lucky, you know, Daisy. 
a roof over our heads, nice warm beds and our trees standing on guard outside. Yes, you're not kidding. After the day we've had today. And it's a lovely change to get a bit of peace and quiet. from the pub. Yeah, she's been larking up the wrong tree this time. <laughs> You've been listening to Floggets with Elsie and Doris Waters, Joan Sims, Anthony Newley, Hugh Paddock, Ronnie Barker and Iris Vandler. The script was by Terry Nation, John Junkin and Dave Freeman and this recorded production was by Alistair Scott Johnson. Greet her and Mr. Niggle. Now, there's a fine thing. Well, I suppose you can't blame her, really, Daisy. It's all part of her love life. <laughs> oh, you ought to know, Gert. How's yours? Well, <laughs> I don't know. What with all that bother about the tree? I forgot to ask you what Wally said in his letter this morning. Oh, he said, my darling Gert, there is something dove-like about you. Something dove-like? Yeah. You know, I wouldn't stand for that. Why not? He means you're pigeon-chested. Right? <laughs>